So, but like, what's this? You were his boss. This is an HR. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't. She have used HR. to be your student. You're fired. Yikes! <laughs> Oof. I have got a track record. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, I don't want to say you've been abusing your power, but oof. I like to be in charge. Too fun. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Unmanageable <laughs> Podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Brian. And I am Michelle. Holy crap, the zigzag worked. The for zigzag Brian. worked. You pointed, it helped. You did. I yeah. wasn't sure if we were there still were doing it. There was a visual aid. There was a visual aid. What's funny is I remember when we first did this, when we were in a circle, I still had to point at him to get him going. Yes, yeah. because Brian needs help. Well, Brian is getting help. And uh, that leads us to and our new sponsor, our Adult <laughs> Therapy. Oh, better help. I thought, yeah, I thought it was going to be a better help commercial, which we are completely unaffiliated with. Super, oh my God. super not we sponsored by. We could probably by. all use it, but oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, we no, are no, no, I have my own therapist. If anybody you. with better help is listening, we'd love for you to sponsor <laughs> us and we'll use your stuff. Wait, anybody with better help? Okay, you're from, talking somebody about with from BetterHelp, not with, not like with BetterHelp, yeah. because if they're with BetterHelp, again, he, means they he needs to help, the guys. He needs some help. No, I meant like an, an employer with BetterHelp. Anyway, yeah. this has derailed oh very quickly. We're unmanageable. That's the name of the podcast. If you can't handle it, turn it off. <laughs> yes, this is accurate. Brian needs therapy, and uh, that's what it, the. We've, it's I got a, healthy, a session tomorrow. It's a healthy admission. We're happy with it. That I'm mostly yes. concerned with the fact that Brian drinks tepid <laughs> water out of an old cup. But uh, this cup's like two years old. Okay, it looks like it looks old, a lot it, older. It looks like old grandma Tupperware. <laughs> That's um, what Target sells. Have you met Michelle? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all the rage. Of course it is. Yeah. Eh, all whatever. the ladies at Listen, Bridge Club have these. It was two dollars, <laughs> and they're a good size. It is probably not BPA free. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, the point is, Brian likes to drink just straight Sink tap water. water, whatever temperature it is that comes out of it. Preferably, he let, likes to let it sit a little while. Mm-hmm. And I cannot well, wrap my brain around that. It's like an old man Dan, on you? the plains going out to the <laughs> pump house. And like, like I'm going to get some water. Cool, clean God water. <laughs> Nothing from the ground can harm you. <laughs> Not with God water. Not with God water. Like, Grandpa, have you ever heard of Legionnaire's disease? No! <laughs> glug, glug, glug. What you call me? <laughs> God water. Only available at Hux. <laughs> Oof. Mm. Oof. Man, sure, man sure. if you don't know what a Hux is, good for you. And, uh, and if you don't what? know what a Hux is, it's worse <laughs> than a Casey's. It is. If you don't know what a Casey's is, go to Come and Go. If you haven't been to a Come and Go, you're not living. Yeah. Aren't you? If you're if you're going to a come and go, uh, imagine if there was an active gunfight outside. Uh, <clears throat> I feel like that would be a gas station in the Ukraine, and that's the only difference between come and go is the lack of a gunfight. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty accurate. Actually. I think it was a come and go. Everything I was... inside is written in a language you don't recognize, but is strangely European. And 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 none of the money symbols are right. (laughs) (laughs) All different. All different. When I the numbers are the numbers are there, but the decimal points in a weird spot. You can buy a phone charger with Dogecoin, and that's it. Uh When I came back from LA, I stopped at a come and go in Joplin, Missouri. It was shortly after that big tornado went through there. Sure, yeah. And I listened to a local tell the person behind the register. If those sirens go off, I ain't getting underground. I don't care. I ain't doing nothing. I'm not going to run and hide. I'm like, a tornado just leveled <laughs> your city. 
I'm going to go before the impending storm that is right behind me and has been for a while. Uh, my family lived down there when that happened. Um, my brother-in-law was one of the first responders who like who got there. Uh, and he said that was destruction you can't imagine. Uh, like, there was nothing left. It was If it was mm-hmm. standing above the ground, it was flattened. So yeah. I don't know what mm-hmm. that moron at the Come and Co. was thinking, but... He was you, probably a Republican. You run and hide. <laughs> Just, just run and hide. Just go. stupid Democrats. Get away. Or you know what? <laughs> Be the typical Midwesterner and get a lawn chair and a beer and sit in front of the Look, thing and watch I the storm I enjoy when you can yeah. go to a beach and you can tell who the Midwesterners are as a storm is rolling in. Yeah, you got to watch. Because you know who they are because they're all standing outside watching. This is accurate. Just watching. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's not yeah. a problem until it's on you. <laughs> they can be like right in front of you and be like no nope, no nope, no nope. nope, that's going left <laughs> you watch it's going to break around here we're fine this ain't my problem till me and my cows are flying <laughs> you think those people own cows? cows come on all right anyway i think it was um, the same cow unfortunately, twister <laughs> this is the unmanageable podcast yeah, unfortunately. we are sinking ship games we are the making makers of games we make i am an adult the board game and rolk the 1v1 strategy game yeah. uh you can find us on our website website sinkingshipgames.com and our socials michelle <gasps> which she is prepared to tell us about i was very prepared definitely not pulling them up now i'm stalling we are talking. on youtube facebook yeah, yeah. twitter instagram instagram and tiktok, TikTok. i don't know if you wanted the specifics uh, that's can I, just, I can tell you those that's things. all we need oh, okay. if you like listening to this thing <laughs> would you just tell us yeah, yeah. just send us can a you? thumbs up please with, and then Anything. the word podcast <laughs> yeah i mean there are actual multiple ways that you can like review this thing yeah and again yeah. i don't care if you don't like it uh tell us the algorithm will do something <laughs> anyway um we're the makers of games you should definitely go investigate those games somebody find us. Investigate yeah, god there's yeah. another episode i hate these guys <laughs> i only subscribe so i could be angry about it uh <laughs> anyway uh oh i don't know i i forgot oh, I, I didn't look it up we uh we've hit almost all 50 states um, oh, have we? Oh, yes, nice. yes, we have. I, I meant to ask, what what is our uh, how are we doing? Well, we're we're in a few countries. Yeah, let's do a real uh-huh. quick uh, Ireland, look at all right? of our stats. Yeah, Ireland, yeah. Russia, disconcerting. Um, it's probably a bot. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, maybe. I don't know why Vladimir is a big fan. Listen to us, but um, hey, yeah. Yo, Putin. Hello, this is Vladimir Putin, longtime listener, we first time caller. One time, <laughs> make fun of Putin. We and oh, we you were like, like fuck you, Russia. Kind yeah. of. So maybe it's yeah. the, oh, maybe it's them yeah. listening like, in. Like, have to check in, make sure it's not a big problem. Nope, just funny guys. All right. <laughs> uh, they have Russian on podcast and? now. I can hear it. Great. Well, guys, not guys <clears throat> gendered. Come on. Be inclusive, Dustin. Fuck's sake. Oh. Dustin, please. It is 2020. If you don't have a diversity. I don't even know what we're arguing just about. Just funny days. I wasn't paying How's attention. That? There you go. Listen. <laughs> Which sounds them's which yeah them's God Almighty that how in the hell have we gone so inclusive that we have gone round the bend to like almost uh, improper pr- uh, like like conjunction hillbilly and, yeah. Uh, yeah using plurals like, for them's is rare dude yeah. <laughs> like, I uh, think Eddie Izzard said it on a pod on uh, I think it was Kevin Nealon's uh, hiking with Kevin podcast. Mm. Where he was talking about when he identified himself as a transvestite versus transgendered, right, was just that there wasn't a word for it yet. Oh. So I think it's just we we have to catch up with 
we have to make new words because our current words aren't Man, doing the trick. I would be so happy if we came up with a actual like, hey, this is your word mm-hmm. word. I think because that would be great. They mm. them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not I care. I don't care. But the problem is I've got X number of years where I was like drilled by grammar yeah. Nazis <clears throat> into how that's supposed to go. Yeah. And it's I, hard to break that. Turns out it was just Nazis. <laughs> turns out they were Catholics, so not far. Uh, yeah, it's hard. Anyway. To, it's hard to break that ingrained. Yeah. decades so, and, and of I learning. Have, I have uh, more than a few employees that uh, I, you know land somewhere on the spectrum and identify with they them pronouns. And I really like hate myself if I like slip up for a second because I'm like, oh my god, I do not want them to think that I don't like yeah. fully respect them. Especially or... since you and Brian give off the quintessential yeah, Republican vibe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I believe the thought was white nationalist. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. For those of you who have never seen us, Brian and I are two. Check us uh, out on our social media. Yeah, for the there love are of pictures. God, go look at us. We're not. The hiding. videos are not long. No, they're not. But we're two big guys. We both drive trucks. It becomes trucks. very. Very evident what we're talking about very fast. Very quickly. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, I mean, this used to happen to us when we were at Woodcraft. We would get these old guys that would come in and be like, hey, these guys look like, I'm an old bigot, and they look like young bigots. I bet you I can say a bigot thing to them, and they're going to get on and we'll be fine. And we'd be like, we have degrees in performance art. (laughs) Hard to know. (laughs) Like, you are not in your right audience, I just pictured the guy at the counter one time, looked over both of his shoulders, getting ready to tell me a joke. Hey, and I go, I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) Whatever it is you're about to say, you shouldn't say in here. Have a great day. <laughs> yeah, when the white guy goes looking over his shoulders, you know you're about to hear some racist yeah. shit. Yeah. That was, yeah. Remember that asshole that walked in past Josiah? Yeah. And when t- Josiah is an African-American gentleman who worked with us. And this white guy walked in. Josiah greeted him like he would anybody else, asked if he could help him. He said, no, thanks. Walked back to me and said, asked me a question. I go, Josiah, I can help you right there. Uh-huh. <clears throat> like, yeah, he didn't ever come back, I don't think. Screw and we weren't even like mean yeah. to him, but well, we were definitely not well, nice. He was racist. So. Yes, he was, and that's okay. Just uh, that, that cool. we didn't help him. Not mm-hmm. that he's racist. Yeah, yeah cool. no, we have to. He yeah. saw a dead guy on the way to work one time. What? Yeah, when on his bus route, he was like, "Yeah, there was a dead guy at the bus stop." <laughs> what? Yeah. When does that happen? Some parking lot. I don't know if it was after you were gone or if you were still there. Oh my god. But yeah, he came to work one day he's like, yeah, there was a dead guy. I almost kind of want to get Josea on here just to do a segment where we're like, Josea, tell us about the time you saw a dead guy. He probably <laughs> Also, did. how have you been? <laughs> <laughs> we were friends once. We haven't talked in a long time. But I heard, I heard, I heard from him like two years ago. He just oh, yeah, randomly he called, called me out of the blue to see how well, I was doing. you're our connection. You call him. Yeah. Right. Josiah Cherry, if you're out there, you're badass. We love you. Uh, yeah, we were, do. You, were, you like, know what? Totally Text awesome. him this episode and tell him we talked about him. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Josiah was my dude, man. Love Josiah. Anyway. I really hope he hasn't changed his number in two years. <laughs> or his name. Or his uh, name, you know, yeah. speaking of, I mean, we don't know. Are we segueing into the news? We are about to go into the news. Oh, for fuck's sake. News? Ugh. What are you trying to do? I was stuttering. I used to stutter, so it's okay. I can make fun of myself. That was a stutter? I don't know. Wow. Hey, do you, you want to do it again? Did you guys hear about the bear that got out of the St. Louis Zoo yesterday morning? No. What? Did he have a good what? time? Yeah. Uh, apparently, around 8 a.m. yesterday morning, a male Andean bear named Ben was sure. discovered outside of its habitat near River's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
approximately at 9.40, the bear was secured. <laughs> so for an hour and 40 minutes. Just roaming the zoo. He bear. was just loose. In the zoo open during that time? Probably at 9 or 10, I would imagine. I'd imagine. They you probably held like, off oh, on Oh, hey, they got bears out in the open now. Neat. Okay, so I'm a little disconcerted <laughs> by this because they, they found him outside of the, uh-huh. of the enclosure. Um, that means, and I feel like, and I guess maybe I just took this for granted, but I felt like... And again, I have no reason to believe that this is the case other uh-huh. than just common sense for me, that the step one when you get to the zoo is probably turn lights on. Number two, look for the animals. Look for loose animals. Like, yes. Well, no, not even look for loose animals. Check where they're supposed to be. Verify <laughs> oh, they like are do there. Do a bed check like in prison. Let's yeah. turn off. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm discovering based on this story that hey, maybe that's not pr- the case. You know what? They're <laughs> not counting news, these though, animals. It wasn't human tampering that caused the, the bear. That's the bear. worse. What, the bear figured out how to use doors? The bear oh, that's metal Cocaine. Wheel. You got cocaine. <laughs> well, the bear meddled with the steel mesh in just the right spot. Uh Classic bear. uh, uh, Of the outdoor habitat, causing a cable to give way, which then allowed the bear to work his way out. The worst part is now he knows how to get out. He does. Yeah, I don't think that I'm actually comfortable with the idea that it wasn't (laughs) human meddling and that it was bear problem solving that got Mm -hmm. the bear out. Okay, so So, connected to that weird animals that are in places that they really technically shouldn't be. Sure. uh, Somebody got a picture of a mountain lion that they hit Mm -hmm. on the road in Jeffco. Yeah, because yep. we been have there. those now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What the hell? Between that and armadillos, we live in the I... worst state. I don't know. What you... <laughs> 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 For fuck's sake, it all comes here eventually. Well, Jeff, yeah, Jeffco's got black bears are making their way <laughs> mm-hmm. back in in decent numbers. I mean, really, so. you could just do a whole new segment around zoos because there's a whole oh, lot yeah. of shit out there's, there there's about it right now. There's, there's a, like two or three other zoo breaks that have happened. Well, the thing that has always concerned me, and I don't know, obviously I don't know how many of the listeners Penguins. have been there, but you guys yeah. have all been to the zoo uh-huh. in St. Louis, yeah. is most of the enclosures just sort of have like a vague moat yeah. okay, that so was they, dug man, in the 1920s for generations, yeah. man has trapped others with a moat. But right. here's the but thing. Here's what simple I, technology. I, I cannot tell moat. you what the source is, but there has been things written that zoos don't like... They just do what they think will be best, uh-huh. and then once no science. once the once the animal breaks free, they rethink their plan. Yeah, no, there's yeah. no regulation, there's but it's always a like trial and error. It has always concerned me that you're looking at it and it's like that's like a three foot moat. Yeah, that's all that's there. Yeah, that's well, it. Well, it's, it's like, like this th- video online of the silverback gorilla running oh, at the the little girl. The glass yeah, and yeah. cracking it. That straight up looks like the St. Louis Zoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm like I've been in that enclosure. And I've been horrified this would happen. And that's the thing. (laughs) I mean, a man recently stole monkeys from the Dallas Zoo, and he literally, in an NPR article eight hours ago, said he'd do it again. Uh (laughs) Yeah, no. What is he, a Batman villain? Yeah, no, he said said if he is released, he will do it again. Like, yes, I stole the monkeys, and I'll do it again. (laughs) Well, I think it's also a little bit sadder, because the other quote that that guy has is when they finally (laughs) caught him, he's just like, I love animals. Oh, my God. Okay, so this is actually, surprisingly, a good segue for the first news story. For the first time ever. Mm? You're welcome. Yes, thank you. Uh, Okay, so. Happy to help. uh, And I believe this was sent to me, actually, by Brian. Oh, Um, you helped? Yes, Don't remember this, so this will be new to me. (laughs) Brian helped. Um, That's interesting. So, interestingly enough, uh, there is a group of scientists that are 
presently working on reincarnating oh, the yeah. woolly mammoth. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, Their projected okay. return date for said woolly mammoth is four years from now. Wow. Yes. That is shockingly short. I would like to short. ask this question. Does it stop with <clears throat> woolly mammoths? No. Because no, here's no. the problem. Oh, God, no. No, no, but no, here's no. my problem with this. is: Are they next going to move on to dinosaurs? And we've all seen Jurassic Park. Okay. They know so how bad there's it's some There's be. some data around that. So cool, uh, thank you. I, unlike what Brian usually <laughs> accuses me of, uh, I do read the stories. <laughs> this, this story, I researched at Wikipedia. <laughs> this story has actual information. And look, it's not my fault. Some of the reporters that write the show I, are I bad know. at their jobs. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a popular mechanics article. Be so an investigative journalist, Dustin. Oh, I don't want to do that. It sure seems like it's hard. <laughs> anyway, so um, this uh, this company called Colossal has uh, just received an additional $60 million in funding that's going to push this over the line. Uh, right From now, where? Uh, they, oh, they're not going to tell you that. That's not going to happen. Or Dustin didn't people, find out. No, no, it's not in there. Don't disclose that. It's just people that want a woolly mammoth. What it, yeah. So, to be fair, they say a few Maybe things that they don't really ever we don't know. honestly dive into, which I find are kind of interesting. So, like, number one, uh, the woolly mammoth did not die because we hunted it into an extinction. No. Right? Age, right? Uh, it, it just died off because, you know, of like it, it just died happens. off, right? So, they're like, oh, no, we're going to, we're gonna, it's going to come back and it's going to be, it's going to be beneficial to it's gonna the be environment. Huge. It's going to be a better mammoth than you had Where, before. They did not say. So, like, never also, mind. it's uh, a woolly mammoth. Where is it going to live? They were going to, this is no joke. They were like, we were originally going to put it in Siberia, but yeah. given some of the recent con- political issues, we're looking for somewhere else. One of the things I read Apparently about Apparently we don't want to get the Russians furry elephants that they can weaponize. Uh, one of the things was about the like the stuff it will trample and eat will be beneficial to the ecosystem yeah, to they, they, like what? cycle. But again, I, they don't. They're, but they, they don't really get into it. They, they don't so like, know. They exactly. just want it back. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, they just want to see if okay. they can do it. So right now they uh, they're 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 like, yeah, we can do this. Uh, yeah. you, you, your scientists never stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, totally. We're in that scene. So anyway, uh, the thing about it is, is that right now the woolly mammoth and they, you know they've co- uncovered a number of. Um, frozen uh carcasses that are like really really well preserved so they have good uh you know non-broken down dna to drive from this uh to draw from this um and right now the asian elephant has a 99.6 percent dna match so they're like oh yeah we got that's just missing the hair little problem that Mm -hmm. 99.6 that's great everything that's that's wonderful that is a lot however anything else that's a real, real, real important few little bits because to sure. give you an idea, a perspective, <laughs> chimpanzees and humans, 99%. Yeah. Humans and mushrooms, 50%. Yep. yep. Oh, I'm 50% so, mushroom. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. Cool. We actually split our genome split from mushrooms <laughs> later than like most of the rest of everything that's out there. So when somebody talks about eating a mushroom, they're like, mm, meaty. That's yeah. if evolution is true. No. Oh boy. Turn his microphone off. Okay. So okay. okay so four point four percent. That's important. Yes. But yes. you know. So when they say like, oh yeah, you know, they they share ninety nine point six. That's great. We just you know, we just have to break the stuff down. Blah blah blah. When I say like, you know, when they do that, it's just important to put into perspective how important those little points mm, are. Yes. Because like, I don't know if you get one of those points wrong if it's gonna like it's got hair or scales or like <laughs> <laughs> you know hair or breeze fire. You know yeah. like what. What are we? What are we getting ready to? Oh, I, where did the, where did the tusks fire. show up? You I, know? 
I think this. <laughs> Where do the tusks show? Yeah, us? that could be in that 0.4%. You don't want a, a dragon elephant? Uh, no, I don't want a dragon like, elephant. It's the perfect it's replica horrible. of a woolly mammoth. It's just four times as long and half as short. <laughs> it looks like a Datsun, <laughs> but it's the size of an elephant. But I promise you. <laughs> I, I believe the same group was working on bringing the dodo back. Oh, yeah, now man. that would be viable. But, okay, but why? Why? Because we killed it. Right, but here's my no. question. What, and this isn't, this isn't like, what does it really do? What did the dodo do for its environment? Like, what part of the, the cycle did it play? Well, Brian, we don't know, because before we, we could it. study it, a bunch of hungry <laughs> sailors killed them all. Well, they're stupid and slow. <laughs> they were. And, yeah. So, so I mean, that's, that's evolution work in there. Yeah. Survival so, of the fittest. They so, were not fit. Anyway, I, I just, I thought that was, you know. Could you say the of, same thing then of the woolly mammoth, that it died off because it wasn't built to it, survive? It's, it's that, well, that's a weird so thing that you're bringing this a, back. We're yeah. in such a later period of time. I don't know the actual, mm-hmm. like, when the last one died to now, but like. What what is the, what good does it do to bring it back now in a very completely different so man situation? And it was also a whole lot yeah. colder still. And yeah, it's a lot like, colder. We have a problem with it getting warmer. Like no, that's no, no, established. No. If you bring uh-huh. back like, animals that like it cold, that will keep it cold. It's oh, like really? a refrigerator. <laughs> oh, is it? Is well, it, they'll is vote. Is it? They're yeah. just gonna they're gonna <laughs> make vote. sure the thermostat gets turned down. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred percent. They'll bring it's snow. Hot in here. They'll bring snow from the Arctic down with them because they're mammoths and they can carry it. I mean, you understand? Like, okay, so polar bears are going extinct because yeah, you know, there's not enough ice, ice. for them to fish to on or whatever. On. Yes. And now they're actually pushing south and they're making they're mating with grizzly bears and making these very oh. terrifying bears, <laughs> which are very not terrifyingly called pizzly bears. <laughs> Who the fuck was in charge of naming that? They deserve to be fired. I don't know, but I looked it no, up. No, they're like, like meteorologists who can lie and still keep their job. Just wow, somebody's upset about the rain today or something. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> just I mean, in it's general. raining now. Uh, so anyway, I mean, I I find that like incredibly interesting that that is that is a thing that they're doing. That bear looks all sorts of wrong. I'll yeah, tell it you really what, does. Though, like, we got to give these scientists an award for being like the leaders on the slippery slope because right? this is a slippery slope to nothing good. Oh, that yeah. poor yeah. bear. At what point are they sitting in a room like, hey, do you think we should bring the mammoth back? What are, what are the ethical Im- implications of this? Mm, yeah, let's do it. Yeah, yeah, between, but, between but that fuzzy, and self-aware <laughs> and ambulatory robots, Yeah, I don't think we're on a good track right no, now. Well, we're, we're doing a fun thing where we're combining dystopias. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, That bear looks like if it got its hair dyed. Yeah. We're it's got like it's got like frosted tips. You know? yes. I feel like we're gonna forever be on the precipice of the And it doesn't have Trek enough future. hair on its like stomach and back. That mm-hmm. poor bear. Well, see, here's the thing: is technically both of these things, if they mixed right, could lead to the Star Trek sure. future. But it's a very specific soup. And if you fuck and it up, we like, have we have not shown a the propensity point, to do things the right way. The point four percent is important. Of Dustin can tour the the galaxy, having sex with aliens it finds. Oh, right. All right. Do you want to christen the basement? Stop. (laughs) All right. So we're going to move on fast away from that. So uh, this is is a a new space couch. This story is from 
NPR. I did not oh. think I was going to find a crazy Ooh. news story. Now's the time from... for jazz on jazz. <laughs> jazz on jazz equals jazz. Uh, <laughs> I just pressed all buttons. Dare you? Anyway, he knows what those buttons do. I don't. No joke. Six doctors swallowed Lego heads for sure. science. Yeah. Hi. Well, I'm going to tell you. What's I'd do the it. science? Okay, I'm so, feeling like this episode is slowly eroding my faith oh, it's in about, science. Oh, it's about, it's, about it's about to get real kind of stupid science uh, Okay, so... Uh, I'm sorry, Dan. The lead researcher, Dr. Andy Tag, uh, said when he was a, when he was a toddler, he was trying to separate two Lego pieces with his teeth, like you do. Yeah, and then and, he swallowed uh, it. And he accidentally done. swallowed it. And then he freaked out because he was like, oh my God, I swallowed these Legos. And then it doesn't matter because he pooped it out. Does he have a lateral No. <laughs> So <laughs> anyway, apparently, like this is like a it's like a pretty common thing for uh, emergency room um, doctors to uh, to like have to deal with like parents coming in to panic and be like yes. oh my god he swallowed a Lego what are we gonna do what's gonna and happen to him pass it. and the doctors are like he's gonna poop it out you'll be fine yeah <laughs> right now that's not to say that like hey if you small if you swallow other small things that that's a problem like little button batteries those are literally get to the emergency room right away the baby will die however Lego pieces. Not the case. No. Uh, I don't think Lego would still be around making this many tiny pieces <laughs> if there was like a real, uh, you know, a like if there legal was a health risk. threat yeah. to you. So, anyway, uh, what they did uh, was he got together with six other doctors, or with five other doctors, and each of them swallowed a Lego head. Uh, but what's, but they, there's a difference between wanted... a grown adult swallowing it and a child. Oh, this study is not the best. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> They wanted to basically, Walmart this science. is quote, they wanted to basically see how long it took to swallow and excrete a plastic toy. The, stu- to the study ex- excluded three criteria, a previous gastrointestinal surgery, the inability to ingest foreign objects, and quote, an aversion to searching through fecal matter. <laughs> You're a scientist. Oh my god! Researchers that yeah, but you have to like go through. I'm assuming you went through your own, or they did like a secret Santa. <laughs> everybody, hand your sample to the left. Yeah, like start digging. <laughs> have fun, everybody. But- okay, so researchers measured the time it took for the gulp Lego to be passed. The time interval was given a found and retrieved time score or fart. <sighs> this, these are scientists. They they get paid. They get paid more than all of us. Oh my Come god! On. Anyway, um, what they determined was that uh, yeah, you're gonna poop it out, and they're gonna be fine. How much time did it take? <laughs> they actually. What was the is, fart? This is the disturbing thing that I'm kind of upset about with What's NPR. That? They didn't say what. They yeah. didn't give average fart times. No. Oh boy. Isn't I mean yeah. All they said was like yeah, don't swallow a battery. Lego heads are fine. <laughs> I mean, I could, I, I don't, I didn't feel like reading the paper that I'm sure was published on this. Yeah. Like, but don't worry, it was, they were pediatricians. Sure. Fun facts. Well, yeah. they do know the most about farts. Yes. So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, and uh, given uh, Brian and Michelle's love affair with Legos, and those of you who do not know, Brian days. and Michelle. It was a matter of days, but one pediatrician <laughs> never recovered his Lego head. Oh, oh man. Wow. Is it still Our in time there? is long. 
Wow. It's okay. indefinite. Yeah. So anyway, Brian and Michelle have a thing where they spend uh, oh, some yeah. of their surplus income on, yeah. I'm going to say adult Legos, but that's not really what I would call them because oh. adult Legos <laughs> sounds like something very different. Boy, it's uh, porn sets this, from this popular films. This does have a spire uh, that's sitting next to me. But <laughs> that's the haunted mansion that is, you're sitting is next to. Is adult Lego sets just making a black leather couch So what Legos? we do is <laughs> you we build, take- You build a basement. With a space It's actually a really cool thing that these two do. Yeah, yeah it is really it's cool. It's insane. Uh, we, one of- <laughs> we take the Ikea challenge, you know, where yep. you uh, where you have to build a, a piece of Ikea furniture with your spouse. Which I believe you guys failed, right? Yeah, because I cried. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you, one, Early person, on in the marriage. <laughs> one person gets the instructions, and the other person is building, and the person with the instructions is telling them how to build it, and the person building yeah. can't see the instructions. You you have to give locations. Mm-hmm. And, it has uh, helped our communication immensely. Yeah, and I, I've got to say, it is nice coming over here and always seeing some new badass Lego set. That is true. So, uh, and there are many. I think you should probably start <laughs> posting them on our socials. But uh, you know, that's would people me. look then? Yeah, I don't sure. know. I mean, Legos are popular. I think first Brian needs to decide how we're storing these, and then we can, Ooh, we can post. Yeah, them. good yeah. point. Because right, we're going to have a real big Brian, problem uh, when, what we've uh, learned when Hogwarts from is this done. whole situation <laughs> and your increased communication is it's uh-huh. your fault. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that's, that's, well, that's the best thing that can come out of it. Well, if he would just let me store everything the way that I want to store okay. it. Okay. She wants to take my Legos, mine. My childhood Legos out of the, the bins, bins they have been in there. for decades, mm-hmm. decades, and put them in some fancy new IKEA bin to put them in some cube structure. All I literally want to do is no. store them not in the tubs. No, just tubs. just do it when he's not here. No, I will never forgive you. <laughs> I want the clear tub with the stupid blue lids. I'll tell you what that interlock. Go ahead and make him an appointment with his therapist. Yeah, then, tomorrow. Then do it. No, you're going to need to tell the therapist. Therapist. Uh. <laughs> You need to be warned about this. I'm gonna fuck up Brian's world. <laughs> Anything connected to his childhood. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna reorganize his Legos and be no. like, dear God. I'm like, yes, I know. Be ready. He's, he's gonna be. He's, he's gonna be. <laughs> he's, he's gonna there, need you. There's a quarter, I believe, a pretzel and a micro machine that has been in that bucket for decades. Oh my God. And will continue to be in there as long as I forget that it's there. I'm worried about the pretzel. Yeah. Because oh, it's that stable. means you know it's there. Yeah, yeah, we found it a couple times. Right. You'd think it'd be beaten That's to when oblivion you fix by now that. by the like, Legos. It's getting a stick. Really would. It's the pretzel stick. Don't, okay, no, 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 it's no. A, it does, it's stale. What though, matters so. here, though, is is it like a regular pretzel stick or is it like one of those twisted ones? No, it's one of the because little, one of the little like maybe three, I don't know, three inch long. Like a rolled gold? Yeah, like a rolled gold, just straight The stick. problem is, is that, that thing, he knows it's, it's there and he has chosen not to throw it away. Why would I get rid of it? It's been in there forever. Because it's gross. It's an old pretzel. Because What's it going to do? Brian Say it with me. Brian is, is broken. broken. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So <laughs> you're welcome, Brian. Uh, I hope you leave this podcast feeling better about yourself. I we do. Don't. Uh, <laughs> more more self conscious every time. Why are you friends with me, and why the hell did you marry me? Questions I want to know. Mm. You should mm. probably ask your therapist. Nah. Anyway, so uh, there was an article that was sent, I think, again by Brian. Usually um, they are. I'm the only one that puts them in this there. Was, well, this was a while ago, and I was like, eh, eh maybe. Uh, but some recent information popped up and a conversation with my highly intelligent and like accomplished wife uh, about this exact Is this the wife from the basement? 
Yes, this is the wife from the basement. Thank okay. You. Uh, so <laughs> the essay or the uh, the article was called, uh, and it was in the Atlantic, is the college essay is dead. Nobody is prepared for how AI will transform academia. Now, uh, hmm. what the article is really about is the fact that there's all these um, AI uh, creative writing programs that you can actually set parameters to. And basically what it'll do is it'll generate an essay based on any kind of topic. Sure. And it's like any other AI as it goes out and it scrubs the internet for the topic. It pulls pressing information, compiles it in a way that is grammatically correct. And just bleh, here's a, here's a paper. Now, traditionally what professors do is they take sections like paragraphs and sentences that seem kind of, nah, I don't know about this. And they run it through a, program that already exists that scours the internet for those exact words yeah see if well, you the problem just is, lifted it yeah see if you like you just straight up plagiarized well the problem is ai is going to do an aggregate and it's going to be a, a t like an attempt at brand new information now none of it's new because it's all an aggregate no but, but it's it a reamalgamation of but it. it is not going to appear in this program so the the <laughs> the, uh, the like thesis of this is that uh you know professors are not going to be able to stop cheating now the reason this is so like such a big deal right now is that Google and Apple just dropped their own. So there was already this other program that was out there that was kind of causing problems. But now that Google and Apple have been working on it and they've entered the fray, it's going to be everywhere. And I've been speaking with my wife, who is a professor who does teach writing and God, keep playing that and English. Um, <laughs> she was like, yeah, no, I mean, this is a problem. Uh, it just like. You have to be like a little more of a professor and do some work. Do your goddamn job. Yeah. So, I mean, she's like, yeah, you have to, you have to like track it down. But what she does and what she's tried to teach other teachers to do way before this came out. And this is something that the, uh, the article ignores is that whenever they come in and they like your, your new students for that, for Are that term. really good at writing for some reason. Well, no, she has them come in and do an in-person mm. writing <clears throat> sample. She yeah. watches them in the room write something. Yeah. And then she will use that writing sample against what is produced later. Also, most of the work that they do is actually written in the classroom. So they're not at, they're, they can't just be somewhere and, you know, doing whatever. She can see the people that are just like dicking off on their phones or doing whatever in the back. Dicking and then they, off on their phones. That's what I'm going to call it. Uh, but Yikes. anyway, so then, then, they, then they produce these like perfectly like succinct written beautifully mm -hmm. like put together academic articles and they're like you could you didn't do like, this you, you didn't use any punctuation in your sample like <laughs> yeah this isn't yeah. you like there's five things of text speech and four emojis in your sample what are you no you didn't write this so she, and and you know she's basically just saying like yeah uh if you do this and you are any kind of good at your job you're gonna be able to to see it just means you're gonna have to do that more yeah. um now the reason i bring all that up is this is now going to be used and since we are entertainment professionals or have been like what does this do for the world of creative writing and professional credit because you know that this is going to be used to write scripts and well, books and, and have we talked about this before? I don't remember. We didn't we, talk about it on the podcast. But I don't think. also, it's the same thing with art. Like they're doing yeah. the exact yeah. same yeah. concept with with art and all of that. Stuff. Yeah. So, so like if you're doing and and this is something that's uh, that's relative to us because we were talking about maybe doing some of our uh, our game art with AI and there's some there's some interesting conversations around whether or not that can actually be copywritten because theory yeah. in by by 
just the way it operates. The there program is, is no going to go out there, scrub the internet for a style, and it's going to replicate that style. But we're not creating a new style. We're just we're, copying. We're just yeah. lifting it, right? Yeah. And the same thing applies to the writing. So, number one, like, what's going to happen for professional credit if, like, Dan is the writer, but all he did was use chat something to create his thing? And then is that considered, like, if it's considered plagiarism at the collegiate level, is it fraud at the professional, professional level? Uh, I think, like, if you're talking about, a, like, a movie studio buying a script that was written with AI not being able to copyright that and protect the material, I think, would stop it from being used. So I will be curious if that's the case, because if I'm a studio and I can use it to generate my own scripts and I don't have to pay a writer, yep. then I guarantee the legislation's going to change soon yep. that you can copyright all this stuff. Yeah, because, because and this is the other thing is like and this is this is the argument from the other side is what does it say about the creative process? Because like art. Uh, like like actual painting or music mm-hmm. or anything or you know I mean writing is no different. Mm-hmm. We draw our inspiration mm-hmm. from other people who've come before. Yeah. So yeah. like I mean the, the just the story structure for example like yeah uh, I mean Harry Potter and uh, Star Wars are both heroes' journey right. Yeah. One of them is told in three movies. The other one is told in seven, eight. eight uh, you know what is seven books something yes. like that. But it doesn't matter. It's the same story arc right. Yeah. It's the hero's journey. But That's how been it's told is right, is <clears throat> but still, you could put in AI hero's journey names, whatever. Well, how do you so like if if we can do that, like if we can just as people say we're yeah. going to sit down, we're going to write a hero's journey. What is the big deal if AI is doing it? Well, here I think is part of the the argument against it, and this is why I I personally don't think that it's it's worth pursuing that. There's there's other things. First of all, we shouldn't be doing AI. Is my <laughs> well, my okay, final look. and entire <laughs> note is AI is bad. Uh, but if you're Dan is literally afraid it, at this point of a self-aware, <laughs> hyper-intelligent robot riding a fire-breathing mammoth. <laughs> prove me fucking wrong. Yeah. Prove me fucking wrong at this point. But uh, we've all seen AI-generated art, correct? Yeah. If you look at it, you know it's AI generated. Yeah. It's missing something. Sure, yeah. Now, granted, sure. In theory, will, the program I will, okay. can. I just, I just need to add this one little thing. Okay, so <laughs> I saw this piece of AI generated art that some crazy ass MAGA Trumper put out, and he was like so proud of it. He was like, look at this. Man, man. And it was this weird thing where Trump was dressed like Napoleon, but he was walking away from a helicopter in the jungle next to a lion, like a liger that was like as yeah, big as a helicopter. Okay, the funniest thing about this is AI generated this, right? Sure. Trump's hands were super tiny. <laughs> so <laughs> they were they were really, really small. Things. Here's the thing is there's there's things that and that's one of those little idiosyncrasies is like AI art cannot understand hands. It's like a consistent thing that like if you're generating AI art, you have to make sure that whatever human person is hiding their hands or you have to go in afterwards wait, wait, and wait, wait. fix the hands. Is this a hands. thing? Yeah, it can't understand hands. Really? Yeah. If you look at like most AI generated art, like straight AI generated art of a human like figure, the hand will have like twenty fingers on it or some <laughs> shit. Or she'll be going backwards. Like, it like, does like, not understand hands. Yeah. It does it just doesn't understand hands. But like all That's AI the the human element is what really I think yeah. makes art art, and that includes writing, because the story, granted, yeah, it's the hero's journey, but it's somebody's creative understanding it's it's 
it's told through the lens of who they are as a person right. to I, get there. And the I AI think, doesn't have that. Yeah, I think we're going to be able to tell if somebody creates an yeah. AI-generated movie script, right? Yeah. And that just goes from AI to, like, to ever, the studio. Now, granted, <laughs> but, like 90% of these are jokes, but have you ever seen like the ones where somebody's like, I made an AI watch like three, like a thousand hours of this and yeah, it generated yes. a script. It's gun. There's gonna be bits in it where it's like, and then helicopter butt explode, and then you're like, <laughs> okay, well, you didn't write this, <laughs> right? Right. So, but I mean, like, I, I am like, I don't think that we're gonna run into like a situation where like uh, it replaces the artist. Or well, the no, writer. the AI is writing <clears throat> Goodfellas no, or like you know, no. <laughs> or like you know, Shawshank Redemption. I um, think it could get there. It's not going to I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon that the the more it trains Yeah, but by itself. that time the robots will be using us as like sure. own puppets yeah. for their own enjoyment yeah. and they'll be like <laughs> leading us out onto the Look studio like riding on, now. Riding on top of the fire-breathing woolly mammoths that we made for no fucking good reason. Yes, but we're not going to put them in Siberia so it'll be fine. So it'll be fine. We're going to put them in Montana or something even better. But long story short, no, it is it is one of those things of like you can tell somebody's you can somebody's voice always shows mm-hmm. through their writing you can't write something and not have you show up in it somehow i bet i could okay now you say that and it's interesting because i kind of i i have this weird gig where i ghost write for my sister sure um and that's fine. Well, cat's except, out of the bag now. Now everybody knows. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, they know. <laughs> like, the, the, the organization she works with, she's, she's she's open about it. But she gives me, like, a loose structure, and then I write, uh, no joke, women empowerment speeches. <laughs> if it in, works, it works. In the voice of a woman <clears throat> who needs, like, who's inspiring other women. Sure. Um, and I guarantee you that if she was to fully write one and put it right next to the one that you wrote, You'd be able to tell which person wrote which one. Oh yeah, but she openly admits I'm a much better writer than her, which is sure. why <laughs> we're not talking <laughs> about quality of writing. But what I'm saying is, you show in your writing. Mm-hmm. It's just like oh, yeah, anything no, else. Is you show in your speech. So when somebody's like, "Well, we'll never be able to tell if it's a fake paper," fuck, like hell, you won't. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> if you compare it to literally anything you know was produced yeah. by this person, you're gonna be able to tell. And that's what I find interesting about the article is that this guy from the Atlantic, a professional writer, by the way, <laughs> is like just totally missing the point that like yes now, if you turned it in and you just graded it and you weren't looking at the person that's supposed sure. to have written it yeah you'd be like hey good job yeah now but, i will say he is the he is definitely one of the people who needs to speak up about this like when all the ai art thing came out all or like he's not real and ai wrote this sure mm, all of the, when no AI, one will ever catch us <laughs> when you AI, cannot stop us when ai art started getting big <laughs> It was a lot of those indie artists who had to come out and say something because it's their shit that's getting fucked with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they don't say something and we don't look at that, then it will damage yeah. an industry that is it's a beautiful community that you have there. So writers should say something. It's God, like that. But it's I'm not going to replace no. you. No. I see. What? No. What? I don't care what you're about to say. No. You have the look on your face. You have I the look of somebody s- who's about to defend AI. No, I wasn't going to defend it. I was going to slam vanilla ice. Oh, well, go ahead. I'm no, it's that. ruined now. <laughs> okay, well, then I'll say my thing. I want to see the AI-generated performance art. <laughs> I want to see, I, I see, see AI-generated interpretive oh, dance. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like like some, some stupid shit like where they they cut all their hair off well, like, in like, the middle of a get, street and then dump is... jam on themselves. How long until it just screams at the audience? <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, 
Google, or no, uh, was it Twitter? Yeah, Twitter, no, Microsoft, I'm sorry. Microsoft created a chat bot yeah. That, yeah, that they released quickly and became then racist. immediately became yeah. a white nationalist. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and started, tried to start a race war. Yep. Because all it did was look at Twitter, apparently. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, like, race war now! <laughs> <laughs> So, so I we mean, need that clip and the one where he says, "I love Nazis." Yeah, I'm a, uh-huh. I'm a little concerned. We're slowly because... building a speech. Oh that my he god! Didn't say. I'm going to have the most awful Franken bitten like. I love it. Clip thing together. It's going to be awful. Oh, anyway, it's going to be like the Cliffy Whew. version of "Do you want to write a hate speech?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh my I, God. Dustin, okay. love Nazis. <laughs> Put it, Start on it. race war now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, uh, so that was the news. Oh uh, I, I, I feel enlightened. Uh, <laughs> um, Michelle. Yeah. I believe uh-huh. this episode is a time where we get to hand you the reins. It's me. It's already kind of <gasps> out her. of control. <laughs> I don't know if you can pull it in, but we're going to let you get, We're going to let you try. I'm going to bring us down. Okay. Oh, really? Bit. Not down. Okay. Okay. Donkey died. Yes. For anybody who's a regular listener, we apologize again. Yeah. Nope, we're about no to crush apologies. the donkey again. It was funny, <laughs> and I stand by it, and I'll do it again. Poor Patero. And I will I steal remember. more monkeys. He was. A- <laughs> I'll do- I did it once. I'll do it again. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible Batman villain. Uh, so good. Anyway, the uh, the so I thought because uh, so in my life going on right now, I'm uh, trying to better my professional life, and I'm going to be studying for some financing licenses. I thought you guys could help me study a little bit because um, I'm taking time to be here, Michelle. If you're talking, if you're looking for financial advice. <laughs> You've come you to the come right to the right place. three people. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> I would like to know if any of you know what a QIB is. I do. Okay, hold on. What's a quib? What's a quib? What's a quib? Right. Do, we get uh, a, do we get a melding of the minds here, or is this like solo answers? Yeah, I do whatever. What do you okay. think it is? Do we get to say no what it's related to? Just finances? I mean, it's finances. Finance. Yeah. Quib. You say the first letter. Qualitative. Quantitative. Quantitative. Incineration <laughs> blocks. The first word wasn't too far off, Brian. Uh, it's a qualified institutional buyer. Yeah. Mm, Very yeah. good. I like mine a, better. I li- yeah, I like the part where we burn blocks. <laughs> Which is a broker dealer. Yeah. Who affects transactions on behalf of other people. Wow, Brian, that's amazing. That's thank the you for... definition that I can never remember. Anyway, right, no, we're not actually we're, we're not actually going to study finances tonight. Oh, okay. I'm not going to come up with more acronyms. What's an SRO? Oh, shit. <clears throat> Synchronizing? No. Rectum. <laughs> oh. Obliterator. <laughs> it's a self-regulating organization. Regulatory, but Regulatory. close. Regulatory, yeah. Anyway, we're not actually going to like study industry terms. Ours I thought, a dildo, you but know. All right. <laughs> but you should look into dark pools. Yeah. <laughs> it's a new ad. I didn't say anything about his power source. I'm like, you've got to hook it up to a compressor. <laughs> They're like, hold on, everybody. I just need a little self-time. <laughs> Wait for the pancake yeah. to fill. <laughs> Halfway through the session, it kicks on. It kicks on. 
Anyway. Anyway, since we're going to be dropping this podcast at some point, and uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day may or may not have happened around sure. it. We don't know. Nobody knows. Uh, I thought it might be fun to do some Valentine's Day Mad Libs. Oh, okay. okay. All right, all right, all right. And so I have three ones that we can choose from, and I'd like to get your all's opinion okay. on which one we should do. The first one is from your secret admirer. Okay. How to tell you are in love <laughs> and how to date the cutest person in school. I choose school. Okay. I like, the, I've always enjoyed the sort of secret admirer thing because okay. I think, I mean, well, key, it could get bad. That's just fast. like cutesy stalking. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, I've which one do you want to do? So here's, here's, the, here's the difficult part is I like the middle one, which is. The, the how to fall in love or how something? How to tell you are in love. How to tell you are in love. But my second choice was going to be the secret admirer you know one. So Dustin's in his for 40s. Okay. Let's, let's let him have his way. Uh, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go around the circle. Go around the go around the room here. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Please. All right. Brian, can you please give me a first name? Carl. Oh. Great. If you need a girl, I suggest Carla. But no, we'll no, see. no, 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 no. Uh, Dustin, can you give me a verb? Flexing. Oh. Thank That's you. right, Bella. Bella she would like approves. to be included. <laughs> Dan, I need a subject in school. She's probably itchy. Home ec. Oh. They still do that? They did when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Brian, a body part. Coccyx. Good one. It's dirty, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. Twelve-year-old <laughs> uh, Brian would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin, Don't um, I need a sound. <laughs> Thwop. Oh. Ooh. He thwopped her. <laughs> Uh, Dan, mm -hmm. uh, color. Be Bella, give it a rest. It's Mad Libs. She loves this. She loves Mad Libs. <laughs> She's always loved Mad Libs. We're going to go with puce. Puce? Mm -hmm. What color is puce? It's in the red spectrum. Yeah. I think it's in the, yeah it's like okay. a purpley pink yeah. something. Yeah. You shouldn't have a puce shirt. Uh, Brian. Not uh, for me. Brian, can you give Salmon. me an... Neither an, one of us would look like a Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Brian, can you give me an adjective? Those are words that describe things, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Prickly. Dustin, can you give me a body part? Mmm. Mm. We've already used coccyx. We have sternum. <laughs> All right. You ever gotten a sternum rub? Skeletal. Horrible. No, Dan, that's called uh -huh. CPR. Can you give me a verb. Heave. Heaving? Nope. Heave. Heave. Yeah, you didn't specify. Uh, uh, hey, mm -hmm. uh, Brian. What about an emotion? Ooh. Despair. Wow, you have been in therapy. <laughs> <laughs> it's my dad's fault. 
Spoiler alert, yeah, it always is. <laughs> Somebody touch that dog. We've been trying. Yeah, you're not She's appeasing not her. Having it. Uh, Dustin, a noun. Mm. <laughs> how, mm, so how specific nouns. are we talking? It just says a noun. Oh, man. Uh, 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 Stop thinking so much. First thing in your head. Go. What's a noun? Hot dog. Immersion blender. <laughs> Very specific. Dan, I need an adjective. <clears throat> Lovingly. Good one. Wow. Had to adapt a couple Dan's of Dan's a little further along that. in his therapy than yeah. you are. Mm-hmm. And Brian, last but not least, <laughs> noun. Hat. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Want me to come up with something else? No, no. I like the juxtaposition of how complicated <laughs> ours were and how simple-minded yours was. Now, I would like to point out that based on what you guys told me, I may have to have changed the word sure. slightly yeah, sure. to get Adjust it to it fit, to fit right? Okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah. From the syntax your, From your that. secret admirer. Great. Dear Carl, <laughs> the first time I saw you, my heart flexed with joy. Yeah, it did. Carl makes you feel that way. We were in home ec class. God. <laughs> Come on, Michelle. Grandma, you got this. And you raised your coccyx to ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> really put his ass in the air. Okay, okay so oh, coccyx is a fancy word for tailbone. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice sounded like a thwop. <laughs> then I noticed your puce sternum. <laughs> it oh, he's was, healthy. Is he? It was flushed. It's very. <laughs> it was so prickly. Well, <laughs> oh, Carl's got just. It's, it's just now coming it's in. It's just starting. <laughs> Overall, I heave you. Oh, God. I would tell you who I am, but I'm too desperate. (laughs) Just know that the immersion blender you receive on Valentine's Day. (laughs) I love that that fits with Homak so much. (laughs) It's from me. I hope you think it's lovely. Love, your hat admirer. Oh, man. Uh, so anyway, it's now time to uh, take a break to sell some shit. So oh, you gotta hold it. I know. Where's the one he hates? All of no. them. They're all. I... No. Yeah. They like that. No. What's the? There's a weird science. It's gotta be the last one. It's no. It's not on there. Uh, yeah. What yeah, is the weird on. science you want with the laser it thing? It went away like three episodes oh ago, God. and you've been asking about it every single time. It's well, still not there. A guy can dream. He can. Hey, what are we selling? And then he'll have to wake anyway. up. Anyway. <laughs> so. Sound transition. <laughs> hey, everybody. Hey. Valentine's Day is coming up. And uh, if you're lucky enough to actually have somebody that you care about or somebody cares about you, you should give them the gift that just keeps on giving. And that's, I am an adult the board game. Or... The oddly phallic Rolk board. We don't care what you do with it, just as so long as you give us money first. Um. <laughs> it's a little dick shaped. <laughs> it's a little dick shaped. 
I think we care what you do with it. None of it's no, 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 no. We none want of the money. approved to go. No, we don't care what you do with it so long as the money It's yours. You, you want to put you... it somewhere? Put it there. I don't care. This is true. Anyway, I Am an Adult, the board game is a fantastic game that honestly tells the story of what life would be like together. It may be horrifying and probably will end in tears, but it'll be funny the entire time, guaranteed. Uh, it's... <laughs> It'll hurt the entire time you're dying. <laughs> It'll hurt the entire time, but you know what? I was thinking of you the whole time. Good. <laughs> so go to singingshipgames.com forward slash shop, and please give us money, and we will give you our stuff. At this point, I'm willing to give you stuff that isn't even on the website. I just have some stuff. I'll give you the games, but at this point, I will honestly, nothing's off the table. He's I mean, so I got tired. some. I got some things that are pretty nice that I don't need anymore. I'll do that too. Just reach out. <laughs> just, just go. At least go to the website. Just go on, man. It's cool. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Rocks back and forth, scratching beard. Uh, anyway, <laughs> just do yourself a favor. Help out the person you love. Get the I Am an Adult the board game, a Rolk, the one v one strategy game, and make. Valentine's Day, that extra special day that we all know it should be. I enjoy oh, that the yeah. through line of our commercials is that you're just getting more desperate. Yeah. I, I can't wait to cut a real commercial. Like, by that time. If you listen to them throughout, that like if you, for some reason, if you were a psychopath and just listened to the commercial throughout... You just get more and more desperate to the point where you're eventually just going to be like... I'm going to be honest. The last two weeks have been so bad, I prepared zero for this and forgot Valentine's Day was coming up until Michelle said something. You're so welcome. Do you celebrate it? No! I say we don't. We just blow past it. Do you? No, I get her flowers. At most, it's Shiloh's birthday. Yeah. Shiloh's going to be 14 this year. 14. That's awesome. He's starting high school. He's got a weird fedora. He's gonna get made fun of it. Oh, hey, he's gonna start to grow his, a mustache. Yeah, it's it's starting. It's a it's a hairline right now. Oh, We're, I just he's not ready to shave it. And yeah. We're not yeah. trying to force him. You know. Yeah. His body. His, uh, his, his voice time. is changing. Yeah. It's getting a little more shrill. Uh, Spending a lot of time in his room by himself. He is. He is actually. actually. Yeah. <laughs> He found a he found a comforter in in the back bedroom and uh, uh, that's has been spot. made a nest in it. <laughs> oh god, oh, oh, buddy. <laughs> anyway, uh, so now it is time for a segment we call Brian's Bits. Hey, get out of there! Presidents of the United States of America, a um, position so infused with professionalism and tradition, it's hard to imagine they can be normal people between ordering military actions and threatening not to discuss the debt ceiling. However, it turns out they're just as stupid and silly as the rest of us. Welcome to Presidential Practical Jokes. What? Oh, boy. Okay. So, right. uh, normally I do game stuff. I'm just going to tell you things. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have in the past. Just, yeah. Just brought yeah. some crazy, so, and that's fine. The, the other day, I'm sitting on the toilet. You mean each and, day? Uh, as you do. Earlier before. No, this is actually a couple days ago oh, I read okay. this one. Sitting on the toilet doing my business. And I got my Uncle John's bathroom reader. As you do. And one of the, the bottom, every year. at the bottom of every page, there's usually just a little one-sentence uh, quick fact about something. And there was one uh, on this particular page that was, 
Calvin Coolidge liked to press a buzzer to summon his security detail, and then he'd hide under his desk and wait for them to come in and freak out that they couldn't find him. (laughs) And he did this repeatedly. So it got me wondering, oh my God. what other First jokes? All, just show of hands in the room, and how many people oh, forgot yes. Calvin Coolidge was a president? <laughs> hardcore. I'm putting mine up. Uh, uh, <laughs> now my favorite president, though. Yeah, right? <laughs> so I just know, imagine. have some others. Maybe okay. there'll be some Imagine the leader of the free world just under his desk, just like. <laughs> just giggling. <laughs> oh, come on, Mr. Coolidge. President Coolidge. This isn't that funny. Is absolutely <laughs> shit I would do as God the damn president. It, Kelvin. <laughs> I feel like on top of a shelf somewhere. Oh my god. So I uh, I looked into it and presidents apparently have done all sorts of stuff and this sure. is going to run the gambit of over the years. Uh we're going to start with Lyndon B Johnson. Sure. Okay. Yep. Uh, notorious for Notorious for telling people about his penis. Yep. Or showing it to them. Uh, or showing it to them. Mm-hmm. That is a thing by the way. Yeah, he was I'm real aware. proud of I'm it. I'm aware. I, and uh, my understanding is that he had cause. Yeah. <laughs> to be proud, not to sure. show it. Not yeah. Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> his little Lyndon. His Lyndon bird. Uh, okay. Yikes. Uh, so, privileged guests of Lyndon Johnson would get to go to trips to his Stonewall Ranch in Texas. And he would take visitors on joy rides through the winding roads in his blue convertible. And usually this would be a nice, pleasant trip down the roads, and he would have fun with it. Uh, but then it would take a horrific turn when he would start shouting that his brakes had malfunctioned oh my God. and that they were headed straight for the river. <laughs> his passengers, of course, would freak out. And then he would laugh as he drives into the river in what was actually an amphicar. Yep. Yay. Oh made by God. the Germans oh, in the amazing. 1960s. So this was a convertible car that would float. Uh-huh. Of course, his guests didn't know what they were driving in, but he did. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I've seen these cars. How it's oblivious pretty, um, do you have to be <laughs> to get into one of those and not okay, go, God, that does look then. an awful yeah. lot like a fucking I mean, boat with wheels. listen, they don't know. Cars well, are not as prevalent. I mean, I guess you could be so distracted by the fact you are with the president and he's like, yeah. y'all want to go for a ride in his car? You're probably and concerned that he's going to show you his penis. You are looking More anywhere but where like he is. The first thing you hear is, oh, God, and you're like, just don't. I just don't. If we go for a ride, he's not going to show us his penis, so, you know. What else is he going to do? He's a president. It's either ride the car or see the penis. I'm looking at (laughs) pictures of amphicars, and they look, from the 60s, they look relatively normal. I'm glad you said amphicars. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, like, they don't look. Uh, I'm just on the White House website, and there's still pictures. (laughs) The only only difference is that the, the body of the car dips down lower in between the wheels. Oh, yeah. So okay. it looks relatively like That's a regular fair. vehicle. And it's got a, you know, prop coming out of the ass end. But <laughs> yes, it is. It is definitively yeah. That's, that's the equivalent of that thing if somebody's asleep in the car with you and you pull off to a rest stop but you pull up to a tree and then you scream yeah. and make them wake up and think you're going to die. That's such a dick move. Yeah, it I is. wouldn't that's, do it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Johnson would be proud. Dwight D. Eisenhower. <laughs> Great. So he was he, a general. Yeah. <laughs> and he came from a time when it was okay to, you know, appropriate some things. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Let me let me roll that back. Never okay. Yep. Just well, was common. Accepted. Yes. By sure. other bad people. Anyways, 
early on in his military career, uh, he thought it would be fun to stage a fake Native American attack oh, God. on what? some junior officers out uh, in Wyoming. Hell, what? So uh, he set out with some friends into Which, the when woods. When was this? What time? Uh, this year? is pre World War One. Okay. So, so the okay. West was still the, the wild. Uh, Possibly. Yeah. Uh, Ish. I think it was pre World War One. It was either between one and two, or I think it was right before one. He was he was still a young man. Sure. At this point. Okay. Uh, anyways. He, okay, he was born in 1890. So he was like 1910, early 1920s, maybe? Yeah, I mean, I feel like Indian raids would have stopped. We're done too, by then. Anyway, but I'm anyways. Still, I'm a, you know what, Dwight? Be better. He would, he'd go out into the woods, <laughs> anyway. and he would start mimicking war cries in oh order to God. get the uh, soldiers that were you know in the fort or whatever to start shooting their guns. Uh, that he had That's filled. How friendly fire happens. Yeah, except yeah. He, he filled all the guns with blanks, um, <laughs> and this would go on until they, till he thought it was this fun to just tell them prank. that they weren't really under attack. How hey, in kids, God's you name want some PTSD? Deep? Have some PTSD. Jesus. I mean, there was nothing going on in between the wars. They had to fill their time somehow. Right. Yeah. Nothing going on. <laughs> 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 One little thing. Uh, FDR. Yes, he, great. Apparently, he can walk the whole time. <laughs> oh, he apparently had a jump. <laughs> he had a two and a half foot vertical. He, he was originated just, he was the, just the American Ninja Challenge. <laughs> he apparently had a hard time keeping his mouth shut when it came to things that amused him. Uh, oh, there was an, an incident called the I Sprout Incident. Else that has that I don't know anybody named it. Uh, <laughs> this happened towards the end of World War II. Uh, and he was giving he was giving some guff to Winston Churchill's wife over the fact that English people boil their Brussels sprouts. I don't eat them anyways, so I don't know if that's bad, but I assume that's gross. No uh, boiling vegetables uh, removes anything valuable from the vegetable. Just Neat. Throwing it out there. Uh, so he told her that you know she shouldn't do that, and then he managed. Then he just told her a number of recipes he pulled out of his ass. Just just threw it out there. Okay. And he took it a step further, and he pulled in the U.S. ambassador, uh, John Winant. Um, and eventually what ended up happening, every time John Winant would go over to the Churchills, uh, Mrs. Churchill would cook him Brussels sprouts in one of the many ways oh, no. that FDR oh, said that God. she should cook them. And he'd oh, eaten boy. so many horrible versions <laughs> of Brussels sprouts that uh, next time he saw FDR, he walked up to him and said, I'm a diplomat. And that he would resign if Roosevelt ever pulled a stunt like that. Again. <laughs> <laughs> what a sore loser, <clears throat> sore Brussels sprout eater. The uh, the last one is. I would like to point uh, out if FDR was doing that toward the end of World War II, that was also towards the end of his life. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was like <laughs> Brussels sprout. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you doing? I'm sorry, you go like brothels, bro. <laughs> to go a little more modern, we're going to go to H.W. Bush. Goody. W, all right. Father. Yeah, so uh, no. it all starts. H.W.? H.W. is the dad. Thank you, that's yeah. what I thought. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. yeah. George Her- W. Herbert is the- Walker. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so it all started when, uh, when old Barbara Bush uh, found a big fat stack of printed out right. porn. Oh, uh, boy. On Whoa. her On Whoa. her personal printer. Whoa. Whoa. 
Printed out porn. Printed out porn. This has hot babes folder vibes. <laughs> this was at the family's uh, family's compound in Maine. Compound. Uh, compound. Uh, so there's there's still a question the that remains. Used to run the CIA. He no, I know. I just like to make sure that we yeah. all like sit a beat on compound. Also. W, not really from Texas. And yeah, yeah. whatever. Anyway, continue. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so there's still a question to this day of who printed it out. That that hasn't no, been not. answered. Uh, <laughs> what, was W alive? But, it was him. But Barbara was so upset about this, he she told- to, He had to have been. It was it were printers. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Was he alive? Then it was him. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was so upset by this, she told HW, you need to, you need to look into this and figure out what happened. So he took it a step <laughs> further and pretended to be a Jay Smith, assistant attorney general of the criminal division in Portland, Maine. And he drafted up a fake letter with fake letterhead using the uh, U.S. Uh, attorney Oof. general's seal. How and is that s- not a, a crime? <laughs> well, he sent a letter to the house. And I'm going to read you the contents of that letter. Oh, boy. He sent this to the House of Representatives. No, he sent, he sent this to his, to his own home. Okay. Own he, home. Had an, he had an when aid. When you're talking very about yeah, the president and Sorry. you refer to the House, that's very different. You know what? It, it might help if I point out the fact that he was 90 years old when he did this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Fair. I was okay. going to save so that for a minute. So W was alive. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. alive. No, this is this is old HW who wanted to see some porn. Uh, <laughs> so, this wasn't that crazy long ago. No. Uh, so he had one of his aides actually go to Portland to mail this letter to his house so that it would have the correct stamp on oh it. Oh my God. That's Jesus. the correct That's post office. And it was addressed to Barbara. And it reads this Dear B. Bush, it has come to our attention <laughs> that you have been using your computer to traffic in pornographic images on the internet. As you may be aware, this is a violation of the rules and regulations of the Federal Communications Commission as outlined in Title 47 of the Code oh, of Federal Regulations. God. Because you have broken federal law, you are required to appear in federal court in Portland, Maine. Oh, my God. You will have the opportunity to answer the charges against you, specifically trafficking and pornography on your home computer. Please contact my office immediately to schedule a date for your court appearance. You have the right to bring counsel with you, and if you choose not to appear, we will send federal marshals to the above address to apprehend you. Sincerely, Jay Smith, Assistant Attorney General, Criminal Division. H.W. had this letter delivered the day they were having friends and family over so as many people would be around (laughs) when she read the letter. Oh, man. And that is all for presidential <laughs> I would, practical jokes. Uh, I would like to revisit this for a part two later. Mm. This was enjoyable. Fair, that yes. was very fun. If you can find them. Oh, I can. I yeah, just I mean, I I stopped can. with this list. Yeah, I know that there was one that uh, that Bush also, when he was president, used to do that involved Dana Carvey. When Dana Carvey told that story, so you can go find that on your own. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there was one I didn't print out that it was pretty widely known when uh, when W did take the White House. Uh, Clinton's administration took all the W's off the keyboards. Yep. That was a real thing. Yeah. Pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> like a fucking middle school <laughs> yeah yeah staffers are really these, something else these are the people that run our country yeah mm-hmm. okay so uh thank you brian that was awesome uh Good done. happy as, to help as, as always pleasurable bits hey get out of there gross <laughs> so uh before we sign off uh i was going to do a uh a segment i was going to bring back a segment called story corner 
And mm -hmm. uh, we are still going to do that. That is going to happen, but it's not going to happen right now. And the reason it's not going to happen right now is uh, I tried, uh, with Hannah's help, to find a good story to use. Now, Hannah obviously supplied the first one by way of this collection of stories that she was uh, yes. she was also a contributor to, <clears throat> so she was aware of just how bad the writing was, and famous lines like swastikas everywhere mm -hmm. will yes. be forever ingrained in our lives but mm -hmm. she found uh a treasure trove of nice. horrific stories called an archive of our own mm. an archive of okay. our own is a dark and twisted place that i do not recommend you go on just a regular casual day and certainly not on your work computer uh, because it is a fan fiction website Ooh, now what i discovered is number one uh there's a lot of fan fiction out there is number that two, where we no can shit. find uh the the jesus you mean yes. where Moses removed Jesus's leopard print yeah, underwear with yeah, his yeah. teeth? Yes. Oh, yes. So that yeah, kind of yeah, I think you can find that. So there. what we now what we thought was hilarious together as like a ha ha this is amazing was we found a Thomas the Tank Engine. Oof. Uh, no. Yeah. God. <laughs> now this has I'm thankfully nothing sexual. <laughs> However. Thomas the Tank Engine was incredibly violent. <laughs> oh, Rightfully so. Just, He's been living such all, a peaceful existence. Is all of his violence you, from the tracks? I'm just going to read you the first two sentences. And do it. So that you understand why I decided not to do this, because it got worse from here. Sure. Right? But the first two sentences need to be given to the world. <clears throat> Choo-choo, Thomas whispered to himself. So really, it should be choo-choo. Uh... <laughs> He heard the rush of the wind and his wheels flying along the ground as he accelerated, rapidly approaching his target. Chew fucking so chew, bitch, he said as he then blasted the horn. Now. <laughs> Got Are you going to run over some people? He is, in fact, <laughs> trying to run over a young boy. Sure. And Good. later, definitely does. Yikes. Neat. It should be noted that this person who wrote this appears to not understand how trains work. Sure. Because what? Thomas is no longer on tracks. I, He's no, just was, where oh. the hell he wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> running, this... down, running down innocent children. Uh, it is disturbingly violent. Now. I bring Sounds that like up the Winnie the Pooh movie because on. we were like, okay, oh, let's yeah. look at like let's 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 what's out there now. There is I cannot explain to you just how much is out there. It's the yeah. internet. All it's I endless. did, all I did, was click on fandoms movies yep. done. Right there's your problem. There's, yeah. there's it, under fandoms. There's a bunch of things that are in there, but I just want to point out these are things that have fan fiction written for them. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Beverly Hills Cop. Sure. There are two. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I, <laughs> Is that something that there shouldn't be fan fiction written about? I'm no. Oh, okay. No. Don't need it. No. Nope. First of all, how do you still have like? I mean, if you need fans, right? I like. I don't. I don't understand. Like, so, like, there are some sad people living in their parents' basement. That is very true. <laughs> For example, Black Widow, the recent Marvel movie, sure. has. Four thousand seven hundred twenty-three. I'm willing to and bet four thousand seven hundred twenty-three of them. <laughs> I'm willing to bet most of those skew towards the "Don't read this at work." Uh huh. Um, what? However, 
things like and then Black Widow quivered when I walked into the seriously, room. Seriously, things like Blazing uh, Saddles from 1974 have 23, 23 people wrote fan fiction about Blazing Saddles. Uh-huh. What about Lord of the Rings? Did you look you at Lord of the Rings? Oh, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings will have a bunch, that's right? Because, yeah. But that's that's normal, right? Like that's you're supposed to have that. So I'm just going to click on a, on a on a letter here. Okay. Oh, okay. We're uh, doing this live. Can so I... S. Can I real quick uh, give my two cents on the Lord of the Rings fan fiction? Sure. I'd like to morph instead of uh, Rivendale to Riverdale uh, and include the river some rivered. of the. No, no, no. I was going to oh, say. Oh, you're talking the, about like doing a, doing a, a, a mashup? Yeah. yeah. The guarantee that's in there. Probably. That is what okay. fan fiction does. They cannot, Jughead. First of all, they. <laughs> and, and the elves. Dude, they cannot, they, the they elves. cannot possibly just stay within their own. That's the world. best band name. Say, is that your new band? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage Jughead and the elves. Yes. Okay. So, just. I just clicked on. All right. The movie SWAT from 2019. Nobody's seen it. What? No. But there are five. Five. Uh-huh. Like actual fan fictions written for that for SWAT, all right? San Andreas, twenty fifteen from like GT. Oh no! Oh the the, the yeah. one about the fault. Yeah, the yeah. one where where the rock is in a yeah. helicopter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, four. There's four of them. Four. I don't know why. This is like watching your father discover what the internet is. Discovering. Oh no! My dad's thought of the internet ended back in like. Okay. 2003. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. All right. All right. Fan fiction. Remember. Yes. Skews hard towards the sex. Yeah. Saving yes. Private Ryan has 19. Yeah. Ooh. Share <laughs> gay people. I'm curious what. Scooby Doo has a, almost an entire page of sure. page worth yes, of. Yeah. yeah. There's some furries there's on a that lot, one. And there's probably some girl on girl there. I, I yeah. mean, I'm just saying. Yeah, that's what I There's a lot. There. So, what, I, where's this website? <laughs> <laughs> now now brian <laughs> jinkies okay so i, I, so uh, I, clicked on, I gross myself out yeah i clicked yeah. on h half baked one somebody wrote fan fiction for <laughs> half baked <laughs> somebody did this this is a All thing. Right. So here's the thing is I know I was advocating for human authors before. <laughs> <laughs> Not such a good idea now, is it? Aiden. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, I just, I, 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 I'm, I'm amazed at the things that like, I didn't know there were fans for, cause I bear, bear people, like people barely watched this stuff. And yet there are actual, like somebody decided they loved it so much they wanted to continue the story in their own way and possibly involve characters doing it with each other that absolutely shouldn't be doing it. Jughead um, and the Elves. Yeah. Yeah. Hidalgo? Eight. Eight? How? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a lot of horse, horse isn't it? a lot of stuff with a horse in there yeah. that you don't want to read about. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. <laughs> yeah, no Just. shit. No shit, don't do it, Brian. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, nobody is telling you you should click on any of these things. I'm not gonna. I'm just... Un- You'll get a virus that way. The Journey of Natty Gan. Four! That's the girl with the wolf. <laughs> yeah, what's that wolf doing? <laughs> like, the, the wolf turned the into Taylor Lautner. The Joy Luck Club has two. The, the Joy Luck Club. What hey, are we doing? Can I doing? do some fan fiction of Little Women and they all just die early on and we don't have to watch it? I'm, I'm kidding. I just did that to get your reaction. It was well <laughs> worth it. 
I, I just I'm just saying I've gone too far. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> as a species, as a as like a society, mm-hmm. we have already failed. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if robots oh, yeah. riding on fire breathing mammoths is really so bad. Because because maybe <laughs> oh, we're doomed. This is over. <laughs> Because I'm just saying, I'm pretty certain we set that train into motion a long time ago. Because I'm just saying, ago. maybe maybe if we weren't around, the one person that wrote fan fiction about a kid in King Arthur's court from 1995 wouldn't have been able to do that. So, <laughs> I'm just, oh, just putting it out there. Anyway. I'm going to write fan fiction about a knight's tale. Uh, but yeah. it's like a I, tale. So what we're going to do, I'm going to find Grace. something. So help me God, I'm going to find something that we can read that will not have you won't horrible things website. in there. Or the plan is, uh, and again, you guys will not be able to preview it. You will have to read it live. I wouldn't sure. want to preview it. Please don't try. But what I will do <laughs> is if there is if there is sexy adult time, I'm going to replace all of the sexy adult words with wildly not the same Love inappropriate uh, to it. the scenarios, oh. other words. Rock and roll. So, uh, Story Corner will be returning. It just may not be like what it was before. Good. Uh, but That's in the spirit of like making fun of bad writing, quickly. I want to continue doing that forever. And maybe I'll have AI try to write something and see if Dan can tell if it's AI. Ooh. Okay. All right. So anyway, this has been the Unmanageable Podcast. Podcast. Good Lord. We're fish. Welcome to the Podcast. For fuck's sake, what are we doing? God. I'm going to do this one more time. This has been the Unmanageable Podcast. I'm Dustin. I'm Dan. Still Brian. I'm here. It's Michelle. Excellent. This has been the extra long form edition. Uh huh. Hopefully no, no, you're going to cut some stuff. Yeah, we'll yeah. see how I feel. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> or just enjoy, he's, y'all. He's going to put this thing out as is. Yeah. <laughs> like, no two idea. and a half hours. What is kind of, <laughs> who's got Jesus. that kind of time? <laughs> Listen to us on your way to work. On your way home. Several days in a row. <laughs> For a week. <laughs> anyway. There's four commutes in here. <laughs> we are, we're done. I'm out of here. Thank you guys for listening.